Another money-saving secret from Arm & Hammer. My name is Malena. I'm from Los Angeles, California. I love Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent Laundry Detergent. It cleans really well. It doesn't irritate my skin, and it smells wonderful. Arm & Hammer Sensitive Skin Plus Scent has a skin-friendly scent people love, so it's preferred two to one over the leading free and clear detergent. And it costs up to 30% less. We've been on a very tight budget lately, so it's a no-brainer. The clean you need at a fraction of the cost. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Who Done It After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Who Done It After Show. Hello, hello. Here we are at AfterBuzz talking about the season premiere of Who Done It. So, first of all, we're going to introduce all of our hosts. I'm Steph Z. Hey guys, it's Virginia. Uh, Brian. Sweet. <laughs> and um, I think the first thing we're going to talk about is a little bit of the rules and how we think the game is played. I think we all feel a little bit unsure of the actual rules. Right. I'm a little confused as to what's going on. I mean, I, they they just kind of throw us in. Uh, they, it, you know, there's you see a sketchy butler. You see some people who I like Giles. I, sketchy, well, sketchy is good in this in yeah. this sense. I mean, no he's one a, wants. He's a good cast. I think he's good casting for the I, role. Yeah, I, I still wanted them to spring for Tim Curry, but it's it's okay. I guess it's <laughs> you know they, they can go with with this guy. This guy. <laughs> Well, I think some of the things we do know. We do right. know that there's a $250,000 prize yes. um, to solve the mystery. We're not quite sure how you get that prize. I feel like what we've come up with is that there's a set. Uh, it's judged on how they, you know, redo and re-say, replay the, the death, so to speak, in the library. And judged on that, people are saved or not saved or spared or scared. And then... The, the bottom two, someone just gets picked to go home. But I right. feel like it wasn't very like, you know, there's 10 clues you have to find right. out. And whoever gets the least amount of clues, they go home. It's kind of like, you know, and your go home is you get to stage a death that everyone else has to figure out. Yeah, I mean, as far as we know, it's a, you know, it, it the way they present it is right now it's a complete black box as to you know whether whether they're going through a checklist, whether there's you know whether there's a, 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 a focus group or someone that's like that's judging things, or whether it's purely you know producers in a room saying, okay, well, you know we want this person off, we want this person on. Um, hopefully, um, we'll get a little clarity maybe in the next episode, or even you know even through maybe off-screen publicity. You know that, that I that was one thing that I think kind of. Um, was one of the main things that concerned me about the the first episode was the the, the black box of of how exactly people were on and off. We know, right? A know. lot of people, as we looked on Twitter, some of you got, you guys were live tweeting during the show. I didn't get that memo, so next week I'll do that as well. <laughs> but um, a lot of people were tweeting about Clue 
the game Clue, and then we actually did some research of our own after we watched it, and there is a board game called Who Done It as well. So we're going to look into the rules a little bit more, something about like 10 clues and something like that that they went off of. So maybe they're trying to follow something that we as the viewer should already know but again i think it was unclear a little bit yeah it does definitely seem subjective at this point because you know we saw them all in the room giving you know who the murderer was and or who they thought the murderer was and what they thought the weapon was you know was it by drowning or by gunshot whatever so yeah i definitely like to see a little bit more into how they're figuring out who did the best and who did the worst yeah i think that's interesting um i do like that there's a little drama in the house a little bit and keeps it together like i thought it was very interesting like right from the beginning certain people were trying to pair up as teams but even within those teams they were kind of lying so it really is like no one to be trusted right. you know yeah. as soon as they revealed the 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 mini premise of um you know three different rooms and you can only pick one it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. On, you know, I, I was watching with Virginia, and I was saying, "Well, that's you know, this is this is actually a good a good setup for creating you know creating interaction and drama where there's a situation where if you really want to know everything, you have to at least try to ally with people, and then you know you've got the opportunity for people to be truthful or you know lie to others, and then I mean you basically have to have an alliance at that point, regardless of you know whether people are actually voting each other out as on Survivor, like you've got." You know, you've got basically the knowledge is separated in three rooms, so you need three people or else you're only seeing part of the story. But then I also, like, that kind of makes me wonder. So if the murderer is among them and the murderer gets to go to one of the rooms, do they have to be truthful with everybody? Because then the producers would have to tell them, you have to be honest with every person because then they're also twisting who knows what. Right. I feel like they're... If it was me, I would tell them to, like, play stupid simple. You know what I mean? Like, participate, but don't be the one with the bright idea. You know what I mean? And the three places that we're talking about, um, the butler comes in and tells them they have to pick either to go to the crime scene, the last known whereabouts, or the morgue. And I thought that was very interesting how some of the people who were ex-cops or ex-detectives, they all picked, like, you know, either the morgue or the last whereabouts because they wanted to get evidence from what was... You know what I mean? And even the... I think Don, who is saying he's the football coach, um, he wanted to go as well because he was using a lot of his skills and people are believing the skills or you can use the skills to, like, throw people off as well. So I think it's very interesting how they picked right away which ones to go to. Yeah, and I instantly didn't like Cam... The guy that was like, really? yeah, oh, we were having a huge talk talk about it because he just seemed really broy. Like, hey, bro, you're gonna go do this. You're gonna go do this, and you know, like, I don't really need yeah. to share any other information he, with you. Yeah, he basically but. found like the two the two young guys and was like, you're clearly this. I think he explicitly said it. He's like, you guys are clearly the smartest people here. So let's and the strongest. I think yeah, he said too, yeah. something like and that. I was right. just like, what the right? It was, it was weird. 
But one other thing that we were talking about in, you know, especially in the scenes where they were going to those three rooms was the amount of talking that was going on was, you know, was kind of interesting. Instead of people kind of keeping their thoughts to themselves, you know, I guess we'll have to see whether that was really them revealing what they were doing. But I mean, even Don was like, well, you know, this means X and, you know, the fact that her body is positioned like this means Y. Um, And, you know, we thought it was really interesting that there was that type of, um, revelation going on, you know, as as to whether it was actually um, truthful or not. I think we'll we'll see as that develops. Yeah, I think they're not really thinking about playing the game yet because even as Ronnie was saying, like, oh, you know, he Ronnie was the one that was solving the looking through the window. You know, he was like, why didn't I keep it to myself and then go find something? You know, like they're talking and they're giving away more information. If it was me and I'm playing for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, if I see something, I'm not going to tell anybody. You know, right. or I might tell my select few people that I already trust. I'm not going to, you know, like as Don was walking over the crime scene, he was pointing out everything he noticed. Like, why would you do that? Or maybe he was making up stuff, but he didn't really seem that right with it when, you know, he was obviously the one that was on the bottom. Yeah. But if it's a multi-step game, I mean, sometimes, like, I mean, actual just game theory is you don't always play your dominant, you don't play the same, basically, scheme every time. So, right. I mean, if it, it makes sense early on to, to build trust if, you know, if that's one way of doing it is you get everyone to trust what you're saying the first time because then it's, you know, then you have a credible. But in the same sense, right. that's what Dante said. And he's right. gone. He yeah, went, no, he, he's, what? yeah, he's gone. I, I, mean, I, it's, there's, I don't think skipping there's a ahead. Sorry. No, um, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, we can skip ahead to Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert, <laughs> right. Well, let's, let's break it down real quick. I think let's go through all the competitors. And let's see. So we had Cam, who was Homeland Security. So maybe he's trying to use that like he is a know-it-all. That's why he's trying to pick spe- people. Maybe he's playing that like sleazy whatever card to his favor. He's definitely playing that card. Right. Okay. <laughs> he's definitely playing the sleazy attorney yeah. card. Yeah. We have Sherry, who right from the start, I, I actually picked her because like, oh, the cheerleader, like they're going to make that, you know, she's going to be one of the people because it's who you would least expect. But then she dies right away. So it's and not you're, her. And you're happy the cheerleader died right away. I, I was <laughs> I was amused by the way that that the butler was like, of course, the cheerleader died. You know what I mean? I was like, really? You're going to you're going to do that. OK, that's funny. Then we had Adriana, who apparently people don't like her that much. She was the not. TV crime reporter. People didn't like her. And two people actually picked her at the end. So she's a very she's a little bit her attitude is like a know-it-all but doesn't isn't sure of herself but she's got a very weird vibe I think. Well cuz she like tries to impose on people like they said, "Hey, the three of us are going to go over here and have a little chat. Like respect that." Obviously they're trying to form a little bond. Don't go like jump in on that because then you just seem like you're intrusive and right. that's what I that was the vibe I got from her like ooh right and then when they were clearly like we don't want you to be here she's like okay well I'm just gonna leave my plate here and just leave like a presence of me here like was there like a speaker or was like her food bugged or something like who does that like I'm just gonna leave my plate here and I'm gonna go over there yeah. like that was really weird I got a bit of I mean I got a bit of a producer finger on the scale with her vibe like I mean as if they, you know, they need to set up someone as as kind of an intrusive or a villain, or at least someone to kind of throw a little bit of suspicion from the beginning. Because I, I, I mean, I know she's a TV reporter, but it, I just didn't, I didn't get any reason why she would otherwise be doing that sort of thing. Like she really was trying to basically 
get on the out and outs with everyone. Like be, being that yeah. intrusive, like no one. Yeah, I, I I tend to think that too. That there was a couple of people that were obvious, yeah. and and they're, they're like a throw off a little bit. But we could be wrong. Maybe right. they're maybe that's the twist. You know what I mean? Like it is still early. It's you know episode one, right? So a lot of this is just hearsay, and I'm sure in the next weeks to come, we might change our minds a little bit. Brian was talking about that twist, actually, because he was saying, since it is the creators of CSI, how they always have like a obvious person at first, and then it kind of changes, and right. it's never who you think it's going to be. Yeah, the first, the first act it always, you know, always throws up, um, you know, kind of a a dummy Right. Um, and just, you know, just, and even, even the audience doesn't really, you know, believe it, but at the right. same time, like, it's, you know, it's it's interesting. It draws it draws um, attention. I mean, I think if anything, it draws more attention from the people in the house. I, I do think that right. the people in the house were like, "What? What is this woman?" And I think it's designed to do that yeah. to throw people off, to get them on there, just mm-hmm. to make them feel awkward in any way, shape, or form, so that they're not trusting their own gut in a way. You know what I mean? It's making yeah. them think twice about everything, which I think is kind of smart mm-hmm. for this kind of show. Um, then we had Don, who's saying he's a football coach. A couple of people don't believe him, but he's still. You know, playing the football coach card. So we'll see how that goes. Um, we have Lindsay, who's the engineer. Who's kind of on the quiet side. Yeah, the preacher's daughter. She was oh. the one that gave, you know, she said, oh, I immediately knew that was a Bible verse. Right. That type of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. And then we have Dante, who was, he said he was a writer because he writes on Facebook and Twitter, <laughs> yeah. which, I mean, okay, you can go with that. But he was the insurance broke investor, right? Uh, investigator, investigator yeah yeah i didn't yeah didn't, I, I i would avoid I, investing in his inve- in his insurance company if yeah they have <laughs> settling claims for them yeah and then we had melinda who was the flight attendant which was melina melina sorry melina, which kind of was a little bit like with everybody else's it was the weird job Sketchy. i thought especially because yeah. she's a she has been conspicuously overacting um i mean at first, we were like, wow, she's really overacting. And then I began to wonder whether she was intentionally overacting and is actually a good actor who is acting as not. Right, and, right. Because, like, she, you know, there'd be, like, a reveal and she'd be like. <gasps> right. And, uh, yeah, it was. Maybe it's her. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we have Sasha, who, what was Sasha's job? I don't remember. I don't remember she's either. A, Every she's t- a journalist. She's was the, she the journalist? She's a journalist from North Carolina. Okay. Um, who, for me, for some reason, I think it's her. We'll wait to predictions. I, I really so. didn't like her. Really? I did. I don't remember what it was, but I was just like, oh, she's kind of annoying. I really? don't know what it was. And then when they picked her to be safe, I was like, oh, really? Yeah, I didn't like her. Hmm. Huh, okay. I thought she was. I thought she was sassy and on the ball. Oh, that's what it was. Because remember, she had like a little confrontation uh, with. Um, was it Dana? She yeah. had a little confrontation with Dana. She she was a little bit she was a little bit sassy. She was right. sassy. She did she yes, she I think it was Dana. Sassy yeah. Sasha. And then we have Ulysses, who was the attorney. <laughs> was he an attorney? Yeah. He was oh, an attorney. See, yeah, I, we we suspect he's an actor. I, I think mean, he's he an actor. Be a, he could be an see, attorney. See, but th- maybe that's the thing. Maybe like half of them are actors, and then yeah. they're gonna like roll it down to a certain few, and they're gonna be yeah. like, okay, you guys were really the one. You know, like that would make sense to me because like someone that goes to compete on a show, like like Sherry, she, if she really like filled out this stuff to compete on a show and went through all these casting and steps to 
compete and then dies but because she dropped the glass really right well that's the thing that i don't understand it's like what is really going on and even the the people at the very beginning the guy was like i don't even know you know is it a murder mystery i thought it was going to be a puzzle like how did they think it was going to be a puzzle that they were solving Uh, i I really want to know what's going on i want to know what's going on too i think we're going to find out we hope we're going to find out very soon um, okay, the Ulysses skinny. I just, I just have to say, his formal attire being the skinny tie told me that he was probably not working as a, as a uh, litigating attorney at least. Probably more. Brian's an attorney, so oh, there we go. <laughs> well, the skinny ties t- tells me he's an actor. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I'm. What crazy. would a bow tie tell you? <sighs> Butler. Okay. <laughs> okay, that is. We had Chris, the ex beauty queen, which is another like. What's she doing now? Actress. That's, that's something. Yeah. yeah. It's she, like ex cheerleader, yeah. ex beauty queen, flight attendant. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> to be fair. what about some like powerful women? I'm okay, just trying yeah. to right. say. Right. No, I know. But to be fair, flight attendant is an actual, an actual job. I think that's true. if you're, if you're like, My if fault. you tell the IRS that you're an ex beauty queen, they're probably going to come investigating your source of yeah, income. Yeah, you're not allowed to write off your makeup then. Okay. <laughs> Okay, then we had Gino. Who I liked, Gino, the bar trivia host. Oh, I liked him because the first time we saw him, he was taking a nap, <laughs> and I was and he I was, was waking up. I was in on it because like he, they're like go to your rooms, and he's like, great, finally they've been, right. been dragging me around. I'm gonna go to sleep while everyone else. Yeah, is he's just real. He's like, I'm yeah. here. What's up? Let's yeah. play. Yeah. If I figure it out, cool. If yeah. I die, I hope I don't. Yeah. And then Dana was the cardiac nurse, right? Who, Which I you didn't like her. Well. All right. No, I didn't say I didn't like her, but her one thing was like, I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the um, morgue and use my medical skill. And then she just kept being like, that's that's part of that's part of the cervical. She thought it was a spinal cord. Hanging I, it's, out of it's, neck. But it's, it, it was made of lead. And yeah. I was like, it's, it's not it's not Terminator 2 yeah. here. I mean, we're going to get to that in a minute because okay. I have something else about that, because they weren't instructed that they could play with the body. Yeah, right. I, all of a sudden they were like picking BBs and, and pre- slingshot and, balls out, and presumably and, that's Sherry just laying there. So I just thought it was weird. <laughs> like when one of them lifted up like the sheet, I was like, uh, "Yeah, oh my god, what, what's going on there?" Right. And then we have, and to to sum up all the cast, we have Ronnie, who's the private investigator, bounty hunter, <laughs> bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, okay, awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go through each of the three spots. So the morgue, we're all, you know, we're all curious about the morgue. First off, what I'm curious about, because at the end, how they, you know, recap what happened. How did the glass get in her forehead? Right. I, yeah. I, I, because, I mean, it, all right. So let, let's, let's, let's think here. <laughs> you get hit in the back of the head. Okay. No glass goes in your forehead at that point. She falls into the glass, into the glass tank. Yeah. Cracks. If she takes a, I mean, yeah, it cracks, but if she takes a chunk out of it, it's gone immediately. Like, it's, that's, that's broken. No, yeah, that's not what they, yeah. that's, no. you know. They show a little, they show it like, you yeah, know, Yeah, and then the water webs. pressure makes it break, which is, right. I think that's could be legit. That, no, that but could glass be glass flying right. because of that and embedding yeah. this, into her skull. Yeah. This isn't an, this is <laughs> not like the, yeah, this is not the aquarium of the Pacific. There aren't like there aren't orcas in there. <laughs> there are there are goldfish. There's probably I don't know, maybe and 50 I hope gallons no fish got hurt during the filming. Yeah, Please I, who done it tell us that no, no animals were harmed during I, the filming. I'm guessing that I'm guessing that yep. they will have that if we look closely mm-hmm. we will find a disclaimer. Yeah. And then yeah, it was so with the morgue, we've got the forehead, which we all think was a little bit planted. Then they go to the back of the neck, and like 
not for nothing, I've watched a lot of crime shows. Like, I love watching crime shows. They usually don't flip the body over like that. Like, it was like one of them kind of knew. Did right. you guys sense that yeah. too? You know what I mean? Yeah, it was no, like, absolutely. It was like the body was laying there, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait, let's flip and see if there's something right. in the back. And they did say, like, how did the cut happen right. and stuff like that, but usually don't see them. Right. And I was, again, I was very shocked that he didn't say you are allowed to touch the body. You have right. to put gloves on. You have to use this. You have to use that. It was kind of just like a free for all. They were just like poking around in there. Like. Well, that's what I was wondering when they first showed the crime scene, because, okay, if he was a police officer, wouldn't he think, Hey, I got to pull out my gloves. Well, right. yeah. If you're touching the crime scene, yeah, but, you I mean, need you gloves. Do that to pre- present, I mean, to prevent, uh, you know, tampering, the, uh, tampering, well, tainting the evidence for later in court. We're not, I mean, but, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I, they I, should have like given us a warning, or, I felt like or there, there should have been someone scene. down yeah. there that was right. the person that you just right. said, "Do this, do that." Right. Someone like dressed in like more right. gear, right. whatever. I, that I felt means. like we weren't. I felt like we we were. There was either a heavy-handed producer in every room, really, or or someone who's a confederate in every room. Because I mean, <laughs> it, seriously, oh God, I love the you. the. the the steam, you know, the steam on oh, the yeah. screen. Like, oh, there happens to be they, a steamer like they, right here. Like, well, not just that, but someone found, like, the remnants of that. I mean, if you're in yeah. a dry room, yeah. you don't you Yeah, don't let's suddenly... move, we'll move to that. Right. The, last, the wait, last room. No, who you're decided? Still in the yeah, yes, who decided to pull out a spine? If you thought it was a spine, are you going to really pull out her spine? Right. Yeah, well, that's what that's what I was. Oh, it looks like a bone. Uh, right. Oh no, it's a silver bone. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's pull out the vertebrae. Let's pull that's it not out. a great You're idea. Not pull out somebody's vertebrae. That yeah, that was a consistent theme. I this this it felt very heavy handed. Like there was someone in there, kind of you know prodding him to do stuff. I would have liked to at least right. have like seen a a, a a maid or butler come in and a give mortician him a little, pull give him a little right. riddle. Someone yeah. yeah, that was just yeah, like, like you know yeah. And, like, even, like, in the crime shows, like, time of death. You know, like, they weren't trying to figure out the normal things. They were pulling and prodding on spines and (laughs) musket balls. Yeah, the musket ball. (laughs) The musket ball was... But that was good. I, You know, I believed the musket ball for a second. And then when they were like, where was the shot? And I was like, oh, okay. I totally didn't hear a shot. Yeah. Yeah. So... But someone still in their summation was like, which one who said that she was shot? Do you, you're, you're, well, Dante said she drowned. Yeah. Uh, Dante said, like, yes. "How did she drown?" It, she, well, she, yeah, I, I don't know yeah. because she would actually have to be dunked from above into that fish <laughs> right. tank without it without yeah. it exploding. But uh, no, Dante, his theory I, was yeah. that the musket ball <laughs> paralyzed her and she fell into the fish tank face yeah. first and drowned. Yeah, I the, feel like he's giving away yeah, a lot least, of insurance. Money yeah, least people. profitable <laughs> insurance company ever. Yeah, I mean, that, Dante, we love yeah. you, but yeah. I'm gonna go yeah. to Geico. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's okay. Where you want okay, so we'll move. Let's get back. Let's move back to the last known whereabouts. Right. Yeah, the mirror was a little bit staged. We felt. Um, I don't like. Why did that one piece of mirror stay fogged? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just don't. I don't under anyone. Brian. Can uh, you tell well, us? I mean, and le- if they increased the yes, if they well. If they raise the temperature and the humidity in that room, they could keep it going. But I mean, oh, I know why actually, because they they left the <laughs> they left the they left the shower on. If you look closely, oh, the shower was on. That's it. Was the shower dripping. was on. Right, but if it's on warm enough and dripping in there, they. I mean, I'm sure that they did it so that 
they probably timed their entry so that it was still slightly foggy in there. Um, oh, no, I, mean, I get that they right. made it up, no, but I, we all just agree I, that I, it shouldn't have been oh, that oh, way. Absolutely. Correct? Oh, I, I, <laughs> I love it. We turned agree. this into a comedy. It's awesome. Well, no, it's it's a bit of a yeah. It's, yeah. Okay, and but what was okay? So they had the bottom of the trunk. They never even explained what that was. I think that was just her Red again herring. trying to like yeah, but that had nothing to do with it. I think that was just her trying to distract or be know it all or well, something like that. Well, she distracted me because I yeah. want to know. But yeah. but in the end, like there was no, and and they of course in this show we're gonna jump around a little bit because it's like the clues lead up to the end, and then that's why we know that they were false. You know what I mean? Like some other shows where you do the stuff at the end. Um, but no, I agree. I that was I think a little bit pointless. And even like the crowbar with the door with the wood chips. I mean, did. did yeah, it was a bit heavy-handed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. A bit ham-fisted, yeah. if you will. Okay, and now let's move to the crime scene. So, again, I feel like the um, sparking plug was a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I, I really enjoyed it. It's so. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I feel a, like... A little background. I'm a huge fan of Steven Seagal movies, and right. one thing that they do really well is... Electrocution? At, well, after someone dies, they just... You know, they're, they're not afraid. Canonical scene, Under Siege 2, someone gets thrown off a cliff. You watch him spiral down like a thousand feet. Then there's a jutting out rock that is going to die anyway. Body smacks me. off. And, right. you know, it's just uh, it's the same type of thing. Why not? A little, you know, she's already yeah. dead. She's been hit by a musket ball. And- but they said that she wasn't she didn't show signs of that she was electrocuted. Right. There was no electricity coming out she wasn't charred so was that a distraction like maybe the person the murderer is also playing what they know about people like the cops will see the plug and automatically be like well that had something to do with this that happened to do with that had something to do with this like maybe even though that they were there they really were irrelevant to the death and it was on purpose to do that like knowing who's in the house like that because that clearly from what i remember that it had nothing to do with it. Right. She was shaking at the right. when they all walked in on it. Yeah. Like, well, she was being electrocuted. She then. and the fish. Although the fish were probably also trying to breathe. Right. So there was a lot of flopping going on between the people and the fish. Some, right. Anyway, none of them were breathing at that point, probably. Some were electrocuted. Some not. <laughs> anyway. Out. Okay. So, back on track. Okay. So, we've got the three crime scenes. So, that was, you know, we saw some people unite, some people, and then I thought it was really interesting how Dante from the beginning really tried to gain trust. And he was like, this is what I saw. Even though what he thought he saw was wrong, he was honest with with what they cumulatively decided at the morgue. And then who was it that came over? Um, Ulysses. Yeah, he came over and he was like, no, Dante's a liar. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which was very interesting from the beginning how, like, right away you saw, like, okay, some people are going to lie and some people are going to then, he, like, blamed Dante and, like, the drama from that moment was, like, Create like it was created at that moment that people are going to be not truthful. Which yeah, I, but it's weird because why would he lie about that when they say at the end how she died? So then that would come up that the musket ball was there. Right. Uh, well, yeah, yes, at this point, well, yeah, at this point, well, yeah, at this point, they might, probably found some of them who are thinking at least would, would have figured out that Ulysses was lying to them. Right, but do but we not, see that the contestants? Like, do True. we know that the t- contestants see exactly how it was done, uh, or is that just for us? I think at, when they did the reveal with, uh, you know, with the the butler with Giles, yeah, uh, that people were they were doing a lot of reaction shots as they as they talked about it. So I I'm assuming that they also got the reveal because you had 
Um, right. I they mean, did. They did. When they were all yeah. kind of like, ooh, I was you had really the, off. You had the over, the, <clears throat> the slight over actor Melina doing but. her, doing her, <gasps> et cetera. Right. And Dante was like, wow, she really didn't drown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right, you're right, you're the right. Water right. <laughs> but even in the beginning, though, he, yeah. he did think that. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. why he said it. And then Ulysses was like, they all thought that. So that he was being protective with information, whether or not they know that at the end you're going to get the reveal, because they honestly thought that. And they were still just hoarding information, so to speak. Right. So that was interesting. It just set the tone that people are going to lie to each other and everything like that. And I think it also set the tone that people seem to think that, that – uh, that Dante was not not like particularly smart or credible. Like th- that's how they reacted to him versus Ulysses. I mean, right. he was telling him one story. Ulysses was telling him another. They were completely conflicting, and it seemed that most of them were like, "Yeah, Dante is just making up a bad lie because we didn't yeah. hear a musket ball. I mean, that's not even a good lie. Yeah, it sounds like a really yeah. weird lie. Yeah, and so then they trusted the guy with the skinny tie and the untrustworthy hair. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Call it like it is. Um, so, and then I think it was very interesting. We get to the point where they get the keys. They all get the keys, which I think was very clever. Like, I liked clues like that. It was, you know, the Bible verse on the one side of the key, then it turned to the other side of the key, and then it led to the window, and then it led to the trunk outside. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that whole part of it was very believable. That was, for me, like, ooh, we're playing Clue here. Like, right. this riddle to that riddle, like... Mm-hmm connecting the dots was helpful i mean i think you know if they had even if it was a really easy one if they had just done that like in the room like they gave him a card for for example in the last known whereabouts that would you know said just even if it's a really easy riddle the answer being steam or something um you know then that would be more credible as to why they're suddenly looking on the mirror in the last known whereabouts as to why they're looking behind you know just more of that stuff would be i think Help. I mean, it's just even if it's just kind of an interstitial connecting the dots, um, it would yeah. help the continuity. It'd because, be more believable, as right? Well. Yeah. Well, and it would be more fun for us because we'd be trying to figure right. it out, right? Because yeah. like the Bible thing, I didn't know. Although Brian was like instantly, "Oh, it's the Bible," and I was just like, yeah. "What?" Like, I like the clock thing too. Was it Cam that thought it was a clock? And he started like spinning the clocks. I thought that was interesting. Thirteen seventeen was a clock that I, I was. He thought it was military time, yeah. which I again like making use of the numbers. Like I thought that was interesting because you never know in stuff like this. Like you could move the clock to thirteen seventeen, and the could open up, and there's a key in there, and in there there's like another clue. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. and most of the people went with either one or the other. I mean, right. a lot more people I think went with the Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who was it that turned the key over? Is it Ronnie? Ronnie. Yeah. And then he just... Bounty hunter. He yeah. got his bounty from those, the other side of the key. And then he was, after, once he went to the window right. and saw the trunk and saw the inscription on the windowsill as well, I think at that point, like, he had the adrenaline of, I'm figuring this out. And then once he got to the trunk, like we were talking about, he had the moment of, oh, crap, this is a game. I shouldn't have, no one else figured this out but me. Like, I shouldn't have told everybody what was going on. And which hopefully the next episode will be a lot more of that. Like, there was a lot of, like, herd going on. Like, everyone was here, everyone was there, everyone was there, and team. And now Ronnie might be like, okay, I outsmarted everyone in this 
this house, so to speak. So I right. should, you know, maybe I should stay on my own a little bit. I mean, I think it's perfectly natural and human when you're first among like a group of people that you know you're kind of be- going to be around for a while to kind of feel like, oh, wow, I did something impressive. Let me share with them. Like now they know. Right. The right, approval right. of, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think, you know, it was perfectly that that was a very, I think, at least seemingly genuine moment for him to just, you know, kind of reveal it right off the bat to these right. new people. But I didn't understand why he was, like, he looked like he was slightly confused when you were looking at him looking out the window when there was no window pane, but there was clearly no window pane there. Yeah, that was clear. Like, how did he, he was like, oh, I don't get it. And I'm like, there's no window. I can see there's no window. Like, right. how do you not see there's well, no window? maybe he's thinking about why is there no window. I mean, that would be, right, like, he might have... I mean, I, I think it probably doesn't take a lot to say, oh, there's no window pane. But his, might, his first thought might be, what's the meaning of this lack of window pane? You right. know, and then you'd have confusion on your face because that's probably what he's, you know, he's saying. I don't and know. And then, then it strikes <laughs> no, him that maybe I, something I kind came of agree. in from outside. Like, I don't think you would out loud be like, there's no window pane. You might. But maybe he was trying, again, to keep it to himself a little bit. But I don't know. But I the mean, inscription yeah. in there, too, was like 613. 613. Maybe that was the code on the the combination. No, it was a key. Six one three. I don't know. Oh, Wasn't was... it the facing east? No, that was the window. Yeah. I don't know what that number I, was, I was for. And I was busy looking at his facial hair, which yeah. was stunning. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Very nice grow tea. Um. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Um, and then we get to the dinner. Where, I mean, I guess that's kind of like in Survivor, like the going home, like they figure out who's who. And so everybody was safe except Don and Dante. Because you see them go into the room and they have to describe how they think the murder happened. Yes. Except this was a big pet peeve, I think, of maybe maybe not just me. They, They didn't show a lot of that. And so we they showed snippets, which really could have tricked us for who said what in one order, which I thought was smart for them. But you're right. Yeah. I mean, just at the end, like, you know, we're again, we're left as viewers. Uh, Maybe now maybe they have this stuff as additional content online. I haven't looked. That would be I mean, I think something that would be helpful to help drive, you know, viewer participation or at least engagement with the show. Um, you know, seeing what they did, so then you can kind of judge for yourself, even if you're not voting, which, again, would be, I think, another, um, maybe, maybe this is too meta for this segment, but, um, you know, it, we're not, you know, we, we weren't seeing a lot of what I think was the, you know, supposed to be the the kind of the crux of this episode, which is, you know, what their, what their thoughts an expl- are. And yeah. an explanation right. of the game. Right, an explanation yeah. of the game, and then, you know, what the competitors actually were, you know, what their theories were, what they're being supposedly yeah. judged on yeah. right. um, by did, whatever. Yeah, we heard bits and pieces, and then we did hear who everyone thought did it. Right. And everyone kind of was really different. I mean, um, Adriana got two, and everyone else, there was no one else that got two. So I she think that's sketchy. interesting. Yeah, and people are, you know, going with that sketchy vibe and, you know, feeling it. But again, maybe that's a trick. So we'll have to see. But then, yeah, after that, we get to the table and we have the spared and scared. And once it came down to Don and Dante, I think we all agreed that we knew it was Dante that was going home. Yeah. Well, I was really surprised that it was Sasha that was the first most impressive safe person. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't think that she did anything like I just didn't. The reason why in the beginning I was like, she's the one that did it is because her presence, like it wasn't strong. It wasn't weak. It wasn't smart. It wasn't 
dumb. You know what I mean? Like it was just she was just kind of there. And I thought if if that is the mole or the one plant murderer, the one planted there, like that's a very because she's kind of just can chameleon over here and flow over there. You know what I mean? I felt like that's who she was, except that one confrontation. But you know what I mean? Like for the most part, you didn't hear from her a lot. Yeah. So that was. But I mean, that that was part of my, you know, that was part of my, I, I, I don't know if it was criticism, but dissatisfaction with the with the reveal of what they were saying in their, you know, in their confessional slash accusation or whatever solving moments. I mean, we didn't see what, what Sasha really did. So we don't know. I mean, you know, they showed us like 10 to 15 seconds of everyone. I mean, it looked like presumably they were going like five minutes or something. If we had seen a little more, you know, it, it'd be, and maybe this is one thing that they're doing, which is they're trying to um, keep us on our toes as to whether, you know, as to why people are choosing. But I, I, like, I felt completely unqualified to say yes or no whether Sasha was, you know, gave the best theory because we didn't see it. Right. And I yeah. think, too, we're not quite sure what they're basing that theory on. Right. If it's like, you know, there's three points like, you know, Mr. Plum with the candlestick in the right. library, like they, if they hit the three major points, right. then the other ones are better or whatever. Like, right. we're still a little bit unsure right. of yeah. that. Um, and then that leads us to, which I believe we all had a, a little chuckle at when they were, um, you know, called in the middle of the night for the head count <laughs> and uh, Don, Don, Don didn't show up. And then all of a sudden he showed up with, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> like, whoo, I made it. Yeah. Like, they, you know, yeah. like he was running from the fire of Dante kind of. Yes. Like I, well, I, 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 I know that it's trademarked, but I still thought they should have said, Dante, you're fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There. But um, and then he did come out, which again, led us to believe, you know, it's clearly an actor stuntman. And whatever um, that happens. <laughs> yes, it would be funny if they set their reality show contestants on, on fire. fire. And threw them in a, I think that might be a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> I, skinny tie guy wouldn't be yeah, able to handle it. Yeah, no, I, I don't think you can contract your way out of out of that sort of thing. Right, yes. you win two hundred fifty thousand dollars or you die. <laughs> yes, so I bet you there's people in Hollywood that would sign up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, it's this is my shot. So yeah. you know, if I lose, hey, I go out in a blaze of glory, literally. Right. Yeah. Um, anything else that I've missed that you guys want to talk about? I feel like we can kind of move into predictions a little bit. Yeah, no, um... I think that was, uh, the main stuff, so here we go! Ooh, a little mood lighting. I like it. I like the mood. So, I think there's two big things that we want to predict. I think one of our predictions is... Is the show itself going to give us some clarity on the judge, like how they're picking who goes home? Oh, I thought you were going to say if it's going to continue, oh. if it's going to get picked up. Well, good. we've got seven episodes to start. <laughs> that's really, jeez, that's really. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where she was going. I know. I, that's, that's, that's I mean, that's like step three. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're like doing one and two here. Yeah, there's seven episodes. We're gonna know what's going right. on. From what I hear, there's heavy Twitter traffic. Yeah, yeah, everybody seems to love it. People are loving it on Twitter. So, to answer your question, I think they won't just cancel it tomorrow. I mean, as long as <laughs> but they got to tell us what we're yeah. looking for. It is going up against the high wire stunt today, so. I don't know. My parents were talking about. He some. made it, by the way. All the right, guy all right, that relax. was crossing the Grand Canyon on a tightrope. When he was crossing the Grand Canyon, I didn't Canyon. even know about this. Yeah, he made it. He didn't die. Well, okay. I liked. I thought ours was a little more suspenseful. So let's stick with yes. that. Yeah. So back to that. Do we think that we're going to get clarity on like how these people stay or not? Like, are we going to get clarity on how they picked Don and Dante? Do we think that that's going to happen? I mean, I think that's something that could be added. 
in post or in something that like if I mean, if they're listening to feedback, I, I have to assume that we're not the only ones who are like, what is going on in terms of. Right. Um, and I, I, I've, you know, I, I read the L.A. Times review and that was another thing that they, you know, the reviewer, which I'm sure that the producers read that, um, you know, was saying, I'm not it's not clear what's going on, what kind of criteria are being, right. people are being judged here. And also, hey, can we get a little audience participation or something? That would be, you know, one you, you've got basically, you know, this is a really you know, it's a it's a re- relatively unmined premise, um, right. a seemingly a pretty good fit for reality tv and for audience engagement and you know they took a couple of of whiffs in the first episode i think in terms of um you know some of the opportunities that they could have so i I think go ahead you know i i just i think that that is something that even though they've wrapped you know i I think that's something that they can still do whether it's an online after show whether it's just you know just some type of after show or maybe they could just tweet us or come in yeah Yeah, we'd love to have any of the contestants producers anybody makeup artists anybody that has anything to do with the show to give us a little insight would be great Maybe we can get giles he lives here in la really giles he he was an attorney turned actor go lockhart Mm -hmm. something Mm -hmm. let's get giles in here i would also like the person that put the 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 glass in their forehead because so she brought makeup up makeup bars. yeah that and, would be cool yeah to stage the deaths and stuff so if yeah. you guys are listening come and then okay it's really early but who do you think is the ultimate murderer uh, I have I'm still between Chris and and Ulysses the two people who just to me scream scream professional actor okay I think Ulysses he just doesn't I don't know there's just something about him he wasn't really I don't know. He just didn't seem really involved. Okay. I'm going to stick right now with my gut of Sasha. I don't know why, but I'm going to stick with it. So that wraps up our after show for Who Done It. And you can find me on Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Where can we find you guys? You can find me at Virginia Reina. And you can follow my co-hosts. I'm, I'm just, Brian doesn't I'm really tweet. You don't tweet. He has a Twitter. No, he, you have a Twitter. He's Brian J. Dunn with there me. You. But right, he doesn't really tweet. Okay. Uh, I, well, you can yeah. tweet he'll, us he'll then for us. if you have any yes, questions. Yes. Um, okay, guys. Thanks for watching. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.